Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. By all means, go to wildpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have a special guest. We have Mildred Muhammad. She's the author of Scared Silent, I'm Still Standing, and Dare to Heal. But today she's here to talk to us about her latest book, Being Abused While Teleworking During Coronavirus Disease 2019. Mildred, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. So on this particular podcast, I like to ask people, what was the inspiration on starting this particular book? We know that COVID-19 has literally shut down the world. My first thought when employers were talking about teleworking was, oh, my God, what are the victims going to do now? Because going to work for a victim of domestic violence was the one reprieve that they have to get a break from the abuser. Now, there's nothing to stop the abuse. As a matter of fact, it's going to escalate. And I was just horrified at thinking of what they will be going through and what could I do to help them. See, for me, I didn't think that that would be such a big issue, or n- nor did I think that that was a thing. So you're saying that people, most women who are working from home, are getting abused by their spouse or significant other. Domestic violence was a worldwide epidemic. Now it is a worldwide pandemic. They're not talking about it. The media is not making society aware of how severe this issue is right now and has been. COVID-19 is a gift to abusers because now they don't have to make their victims stay home. They have to stay home. They have to report to them where they're going. They have to know their whereabouts. It's a gift, absolute gift. What are some tips inside the book that you can fill me in on? Because this is new to me. When I, when I saw the title, I was like, I can't believe that this is a thing. So what are some tips inside that uh, will help someone get away from the abuser? Well, I offer three categories of tips. One is for the victim. One is for the employer. And one is for the bystander. So for the victim. Put your work next to the door, your cell phone, your work computer, your paperwork, so that if you have to leave abruptly, you can take your work with you. For the employer, set up a time with your employee whom you know to be a victim where it is a Zoom call. Make it mandatory that it is a live picture so that you can hear what's going on, you can see if there are any bruises on the victim, and set up a code or a type of dialogue where the victim is able to articulate that they are doing well or that they need help. If you are a victim and you need help, call 911. Tell your abuser you're ordering a pizza. Dispatchers know that victims use that technique 
to call for help. It's that serious. For the bystanders, it could be your next-door neighbor, could be your roommate. If you hear something that is unsettling, some rumbling around, or you hear someone scream, call the police. Ask for a wellness check. It can be anonymous. Nobody will know your call. If you are a family member or a friend and you know that person to be a victim, call them. Don't text. Don't send an email. Call them. Hear their voices. Let them know you're there. Right now is not the time for them to feel isolated as if you don't care or you don't want to help them. They are vulnerable right now right and they need our help so if you know someone that's a victim call them i'm just checking on you saying how you doing if you know someone that's a victim set up a text code so for example if i text you if we set up a code for 821 and i text you 821 you need to call the police and send them to my house Mm. it's like that right there are things that you can do that will help the victim to feel safe. And if it comes down to it, they just have to call the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which is 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-7233. And just know that you're not alone and you don't have to go through this alone. I wrote this book in three days. I Hmm. was laying down Friday morning, my spirit said, get up and write this book called, gave me the the title of the book and everything. (laughs) Right. And I wrote that, started writing that book on Friday and finished it on Sunday. Now, throughout your history, you have a lot of experience with domestic abuse. You're a domestic abuse survivor, uh, and you're also a certified domestic violence advocate. What are the telltale signs that you notice from women who don't have the physical marks on them. You have to listen to their conversation. So, for example, there's someone in your circle that is a victim of domestic violence. I can guarantee you that because, again, it is a pandemic. The way that we test you to see if you're listening, I'll come to you and I'll say, you know, John is treating me so badly, I don't know what to do. You'll say, but I don't know John to be like that. Why would you say that? You just took John's side. See how quick mm. I was? Just yeah. that quick. Guess what? I'm not talking to you anymore. Because you know what you're right. going to do? You're going to go back and tell John what I said. Then he's going to come back and say, who told you to tell him that? Right? And I'll right. never talk to you again. And then you'll be wondering, well, why are you not talking to me anymore? Yeah, okay, you told me whose side you want. It's that, it's that quick. So I'm asking everybody to just listen when your friends say certain things to you that don't make sense, but probe a little better and just ask. You know, it's okay for you to talk to me because everybody doesn't have the same sign. Right. Right? You're born in a in a household where it's abuse, then to you abuse is normal. You grow up in a household where it's not normal, but then you get into a relationship and you don't know that then you will be shamed into believing that abuse is normal in a relationship. So 
So I would ask you to check your spirit. If something don't feel right, it's not right. Make sure you have one friend that you can talk to at all times about your relationship. Because sometimes it's hard to talk to your parents, but it's easy to talk to your friend, right? Or call right. the 1-800 hotline and talk to them, and they will help you to recognize the signs that you are experiencing when you're in an abusive relationship because it's different for everybody. So what are the ways that men can stay away from being the abusers? Well, men who are abusers know that they are abusers. Mm-hmm. Right? Those who are narcissists know they are narcissists. They, they purposely choose whom they are going to abuse because they've been doing it for so long that that's all they know. There are men that have grown up in households of, of that was filled with abuse. Some choose to abuse. Some choose not to abuse. It's a choice. So men listen to men better than they listen to women. So if you have a friend and you know he's an abuser, he will listen to you. And you ask him, why are you abusing her? What is it that I can do to help you? What kind of pain are you feeling that you are unable to articulate that you have to use your brute force to hurt the person that you love? I was speaking at a military base, and uh, the commander of the base asked me to help him because his daughter is a victim of domestic violence. And I asked him, did he talk to the to his son-in-law, and he said, you know, when I went down there, he had his head down. I said, well, he had his head down in shame because, number one, he didn't know what he was coming there to do. You have two men in authority. He's a police officer. You're a commander. That's two men in authority. I said, what I would like for you to do is the next time you go down there, take him out for a beer, sit down with him, not father-in-law to son-in-law, man to man, and ask him one question. How can I help you? I guarantee you he will look at you strangely. And he may break down and cry because he's speaking to another man. And once he tells you, be sure you're able to help him. Because sometimes he just want to talk. He called me two weeks later and said, Ms. Muhammad, you was right. I asked him, how can I help him? And he started crying because his father died, and then his mom died. He felt alone. He didn't know what to do. He couldn't talk to his wife, my daughter, and he didn't want her to know that he was feeling weak. And so when he was talking to me, he felt better, and now they're better. I said, because I guarantee you, if your daughter wanted to leave, she would have been at home. She needed you to fix them. She couldn't do it. So she called the man who she knew would help, her dad, and he thanked me for that. Men relate to men in times like that. You have a very extraordinary and unfortunate past. How can people get in contact with you to connect with you since you're, you have so much experience about domestic violence? What is the way that they can reach out to you? They can go to my website, mildredmohammed.com. Or they can email me after the trauma at yahoo.com. I answer all emails within 24 hours 
if they would like to leave to come and speak. I know we're in a pandemic, but hey, uh, when it's all over, then I would love to come and speak at one of their conferences or Zoom calls. But domestic violence is not going away, unfortunately. If you if you would put domestic violence in a search engine and you have it to to send you three a day, your email box would blow up. That's how often this happens. There are women right now dying. You know, for me, uh, I, I guess I'm so out of the loop, right? I, I do believe it exists. I know it exists because I'm speaking to you about it, you know, and I, I, I looked up your, uh, your past history about certain things that happened to you. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, my heart always goes and says, like, I want to say I'm sorry to somebody, you know, because I, I'm married. I have a little, a uh, little girl and those type of things. When I see it on the news, it bothers me. You know, and, and it makes me feel like I wish I can do more. But sometimes I know that I can't save everybody. I can save people that I know it's happening to. So to to talk to you and to know about your story and to see you continuing to move forward and be extremely powerful, you like are such an inspiration to me. And, uh, you know, I'm very mindful to be any, uh, very respectful to any woman that I don't know or that I do know. And uh, I just want to say I, I thank you for doing what you're doing. I really do appreciate it. Are you on social media? I am on social media. I'm on Facebook, Ms. M.S. Mildred D. Muhammad. Twitter, Mildred Muhammad. Instagram and LinkedIn as well. Thank you for coming on to Wild Podcast. I'm your host, Arshawn McAway. We're talking to Mildred Muhammad. She's the author of Being Abused by Teleworking During Coronavirus Disease 2019. Mildred, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really do appreciate you. Thank you for having me to speak with your audience.